Habakkuk. Of the life of the prophet Habakkuk, no more is known than may be inferred from the book that bears his name. In the book itself, his name occurs twice, but there is no clue either to the place of his birth or to his family. It would appear that he is not identical with the prophet of the same name who was miraculously lifted by his hair to carry his dinner to Daniel in the lion's den. From the prominent part which the Babylonians or Chaldeans play in this prophecy, it seems very probable that Habakkuk exercised his prophetical office during the reign of King Joachim of Judah, when the Chaldeans under Nepopolassa and his son Nabucodonosor began their career of conquest and oppression. The little book of Habakkuk consists of a dialogue between the prophet and God, a series of five taunt songs against the tyranny of the Babylonian king and an ode or a psalm describing God appearing against his enemies. The dialogue between the prophets and God may be summed up briefly as follows. Habakkuk Wickedness, injustice and violence are triumphant, O Lord. How long shall I cry, and thou wilt not hear? Because thou dost not put an end to rapine and strife and contention, these evils grow worse from day to day. God answers, Behold, I will do a work in your days which will which you will not believe, though it be told you. I am even now raising up the Chaldeans, a bitter and swift nation, dreadful and terrible, to punish Israel for its wickedness. Habakkuk says, O Lord, my God, my Holy One, thy eyes are too pure and too evil, and thou canst not look upon iniquity. How canst thou allow the Chaldeans, who are worse than the Israelites, and to attribute all their success to their own strength and to their idols to triumph over my chosen people. This would make matters even worse than they were before. God remains silent. Habakkuk says, I will stand upon my watchtower, and I will watch to see what he will say to me, and what I shall answer when I am reproved. And God says, Write the vision and make it plain upon tables, so that he who runs may read it. All will be set right in due time. The enemies of God and of his chosen people shall be punished according to their deserts. Only wait with patience and faith, for the just shall live in his faith in me. The nations whom the Chaldean king has gathered unto him will curse him, because of his insatiable rapacity, his cruelty, his pride, and his idolatry. And Habakkuk answers, The Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silence before him. The lyric ode with which the book of Habakkuk concludes is one of the most perfect specimens of Hebrew religious poetry. Everyone who reads it even in an imperfect translation, must be struck with the grandeur of his imagery and sublimity of the style. <coughs> the prophet represents Jehovah himself appearing in judgment and executing vengeance on the enemies of his chosen people. He ardently desires to see the work of judgment completed, but prays that God in his anger will remember mercy. 
In a few striking verses, he depicts the immediate manifestation of God and its effect upon his enemies. Then the prophet states the motive of the divine manifestation. Was Jehovah angry with the seas or rivers, the poet asks, that he thus came forth riding in his chariots of salvation? No, the purpose of his coming was for the salvation of his people, to destroy all who sought to scatter it. The closing verses strike a deep note of calm and joyous confidence in God, which is the glory of the religion of the Old Testament. O Lord, I have heard thy hearing and was afraid. O Lord, thy work in the midst of the years, bring it to life. In the midst of the years, thou shalt make it known. When thou art angry, thou wilt remember mercy. God will come from the south, and his holy one from Mount Pharaoh. His glory covered the heavens, and the earth is full of his praise. His brightness shall be as the light. Horses are in his hands. There is his strength is hid. Death shall go before his faith, and the devil shall go forth before his feet. He stood and measured the earth, he beheld and melted the nations, and the ancient mountains were crushed to pieces. The hills of the world were bowed down by the journeys of his eternity. I saw the tents of Ethiopia for their iniquity, the curtains of the land of Median shall be troubled. Was thou angry, O Lord, with the rivers, or was thou wroth upon the rivers, or thy indignation in the sea? Who will ride upon thy horses, and thy chariots are salvation? Thou wilt surely take up thy bow, according to the oaths which thou hast spoken to the tribes. Thou wilt divide the rivers of the earth. The mountains saw thee and were grieved. The great body of waters passed away. The deep put forth his voice. The deep lifted up his hands. The sun and the moon stood still in their habitation. In the light of thy arrows they shall go in the brightness of thy glittering spear. In thy anger thou wilt tread the earth under foot. In thy wrath thou didst astonish the nations. Thou wentest forth for the salvation of thy people, for salvation with thy Christ. For the fig tree shall not blossom, and there shall be no spring in the vines. The labour of the olive tree shall fail, and the field shall yield no food. The flock shall be cut off from the fold, and there shall be no herd in the stalls. But I will rejoice in the Lord, and I will joy in God my Jesus. The Lord God is my strength, and he shall make my feet like to the feet of hearts, and he the conqueror will lead me upon my high places singing psalms.